fragmented from time and reality. A party of adventurers eternally wander the remnants of a broken realm, aided by an extra-dimensional being known only as the Entity. They are tasked with delving through various worlds, taking on peculiar roles and quests, all to find the heart of France, the only artifact capable of returning them home. These are the tales from the Nexus. Salutations, listeners. It is I, the entity of the Nexus. As you know, time and space do not operate in a linear fashion in this realm. Thus, witnessing a complete story from beginning to end is often nothing short of a miracle. And so while the party of heroes were exploring the Church of Luck, part of the story was lost in the nebulous void that lies betwixt where I exist and where you exist. I apologize deeply for this inconvenience, but life goes on. Nonetheless, the party has decided that in order to steal the prize known as the King of Hearts, they should make a violent distraction while having the more charismatic members of the party infiltrate the vault. Thus, I hope you enjoy the conclusion to the Church of Luck or Casino Quest. Fare thee well, listeners. Um, before we get into too much, um, it's around 9.45, Salman, uh, around the time you said you wanted to exit the room. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, describe what you look like. Do you have the disguise on or are you switching it up at all? Absolutely. I'm doing the same humanoid disguise, basically like a human version of, of Sal. Cool. And um, as you look outside, kind of peek through the door, and it appears that the same gnome that was tailing you earlier has set up a chair next to where you put the chip, but he is currently asleep. Okay, cool. Yeah, again, I'm, I'm going to attempt to uh, leave the chip where it is and uh, continue past uh, continue past the guard towards uh, the direction of the rest of the party towards the casino. Perfect, perfect. As you head towards the casino, it's a beautiful night, illuminated, it's easy to find your way. You get to the pagoda, you start moving up, and you walk over the bridge, mm-hmm. kind of there. And give me a perception check as you uh, close to the casino. Uh, that's a eight. Eight, you are blissfully walking towards the uh-huh. casino. You yeah. have a spring in your step, you know, a care in the world. Yeah, jingling that uh, scotch and that rocker glass. Just, yeah, just endlessly sip. sipping on that. All right, and you walk into the church. You're right at the balcony with the gold um, kind of overlook there. And um, what's your move? Are you looking around? You seeing if you're being tailed? Watch. Are you? What's? Just let me know what you want to do. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not even going to check if I'm being tailed. I'm just going to go straight uh, towards. I'm going to try to basically scout for a guard or Valinda, whatever I can see first. And base- um, multiple guards. Yeah. Uh, kind of all over the place. Sure. Um, Belinda, uh, you do not see. Okay. I'm going to uh, look for an easily convincible, inept-looking guard. Maybe one that has a little sway in his step. Maybe one that just looks not the brightest guy. Give me an insight. Absolutely. Oh, that's uh, not very strong on that. That's a uh, 11. 
Um, you see four guards. You notice the ones that they appear to be the same one. You can tell they're very antsy mm-hmm. and appear to just be kind of looking around and like back their shoulder. You're not sure exactly why. There is a guard by the cashier thing that just does appear to be like kind of like shuffling his feet and appears to be just the most like over what he's doing. Sure, sure. Um, sure, I'll go up to one of them and I'll say, uh, oh, I am returning with the supplies. <sighs> I don't have much time and it's been a long day, but please let me down to the vault and I can just unfurl the same thing I've been showing them this whole time and say, I cannot find Belinda. She let me down last time. Please let me down. Uh, You can read this if you need. I was merely getting supplies the last few hours. I was already in the bottom of the vault at the Church of Luck. I need to return to that. Uh, There were some major glyph errors there. Looking at it while you're talking Mm -hmm. all about all this. Please don't do the song and dance I get again. Off work in ten minutes, man. Or just point me in the direction. I'll find it again. Give me a persuasion. Sure. Switch die. Switch on. die. On Come on. One. We gotta have some. Oh, that's four. That's eleven only. Oh man, some part of our planning. Do you work. got? Do you got? Do you have? Do you have the pass? The blue and gold chip. Oh, I, I, I kind of like, I, I kind of like pat my pockets and I'm like, oh, one, God, one moment. And I, I'm going to zip back and attempt to grab it from the little spot. Give me a stealth check. Oh, no. I'm not very stealthy. Not great. That's a, uh, that's a 10 altogether. All right, Gentleman's 10. There we go. He has uh-huh. disadvantage because he is, I'm going to do just simply a constitution check. He's fucking asleep. Oh, great. So you <laughs> grab it like that. And, oh. you just, right. and you definitely like hit the pot, like a potted plant uh-huh. next to him with your toes. Stable a little, a little. Take another drink of scotch. Mm-hmm. And you grab the chip? Absolutely. Cool. Grab the chip. Try to find that same guard. Show him the Get chip. Get back about 10 minutes later. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, he lets you in the back. You can see it's just a hallway that goes around the length of the building. You are smart enough to figure out how to get your way back. Absolutely. You do notice as you're kind of walking down that way, since you didn't go this way before, mm-hmm. there is a door that appears to be kind of more um, towards the area that you know the church, the teal path, mm-hmm. that does appear to have blood on the floor right in front of a locked door. Hmm. Uh, is the guard uh, no longer with me? The guard just let you go. Yeah, he gets off work in 10 minutes. From my knowledge of picking locks, does this lock on the door look arcanic? Does it look uh, like a typical lock? It's like a, a mechanical door? lock. Mechanical lock. I do a thieves tools. Gonna do a big a bit of picking Give on that lock. Give me a slide of hand. Absolutely. Oh man, these rolls are not good. <laughs> you burnt out earlier. You have yeah, to beat a 13. Oh, that fails miserably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, but you miserably. don't hear... Yeah. You don't, like, hear much commotion on the other side. Okay. But I'm aware of it. Yeah. All right. I take a mental note of that and continue on my way. Before I get to the vault, I just want to check. On the left, I remember there was a guard chamber the last time. I know I was taking a slightly different way this time, maybe, right? Well, let, as you kind of head around there, mm-hmm. I'd say it near about 10 o'clock. We left you guys at about 945. Mm-hmm. What you guys uh, noticed, I know you had just told um, Isabella to be ready. One of the guards appears to be kind of whispering in Prince Corellin's ear, and you hear him say, Sir, it's now. It's 10 o'clock. He goes, fine, kind of takes his whatever chips he has left and kind of grabs them up. And he kind of scans the room with disgust at you guys. I have the biggest grin on. (laughs) (laughs) I would I would like to approach Prince Corellin. Oh, 
What's Belinda do sh- as she approaches? She's, well, she is like, no, 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 no. She could. Well, I'll have her do an insight check to see if she understands. Um, I'm going to position myself behind Belinda. Okay, and she's she um, oh. sees him approach, and she's like, oh, no. it's not a good idea, and kind of. Can I hold an action? Yeah. What the would the sec- action be? I don't want to get too far into it. The second that uh, Isabella makes any sort of bellicose move, I also want to make a bellicose move. <laughs> okay. All right. The second she does a bellicose move, I'm going to expend a spell slot to use catapult to fling a chair at the back of Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm behind Belinda. Oh. I'm going somehow pull a chair from a side or to look at it side. and to hit because there's chairs everywhere. Pull it and just throw it at Melinda's face. This is going to be a shit show. What just happened? And this, so order of events start. You started approaching. The elf is whispering <laughs> yeah, in the ear. Nothing's happened yet. Yeah. It's almost it's 10 o'clock. Uh, I'm also, I'm also taking off my sunglasses oh and sun hat God. while I'm approaching. Okay. Uh, the guard, let's see how he reacts. And he is still pleading with Prince Corellin to get going, to get moving. And, uh, <laughs> but Prince Corellin, as you approach, is walking towards the guard uh, that heads to the downstairs area that Tuvia flew down earlier, mm-hmm. uh, appearing to begin a conversation with him. So go ahead, Isabella. Uh, I mean, if, they, if their actions are going to hit, I'm just walking towards him and, and sort of taking off my sunglasses and my, my sun hat and uh, and bending down and saying, uh, Sir Peppers, uh, Mr. Peppers would like to speak with you, Sir Corellin. And just making a, making a nice curtsy bow. To speak with me. Uh, yes, he has a proposal for you, and uh, as his bodyguard, I have been informed to uh, tell you that uh, he ventures such endeavors. The halfling? As such, that he is. Be brief, halfling. Come here, and don't send your help to talk to me. I'll approach, and as I approach, I'll sober up. I'm looking to conduct an arms deal. And it looks like you'll be one who needs it and who has the gold to fund it. How much gold are we talking? (laughs) The material that I have has upwards of, I'd say 200 to $300,000. Good, good! Gold, you mean? Uh 300 to 200,000 gold piece value. (laughs) Thank you. Copper. <laughs> Cold hard copper. <laughs> and of course, this would require very little effort for me, correct? Mm. Perhaps you just need connections or some sort to move in whatever merchant ways you move. The only reason I'm in this godforsaken island is to inspect the vault and to see if it's worthy of housing such a transaction. You wish to know more about the vault. From what I've heard, there's an outer door, and the inner door has multiple arcane locks, but I've seen nothing that extends that it's more difficult to break into than any other fucking place on this godforsaken realm. You interest me, Halfling. You're bold. Boldness rewards itself in time. I think you would agree, Prince. Your Highness. Are you willing to abandon your entourage 
Entourage is nothing to me. Of course. At 10 o'clock, they open the vault. They open it three times a day. I'd like to show you something on the inside, but your compatriots stay up here. I quickly break my persona of, of false gravitas and look at Isabella and Joel Crean in a moment of weakness. You see Joel Creed, uh spinning dual short swords ready to fucking cut Belinda's head off and put them quickly back into his suit. You, you see Arthur's hands, a little bit of electricity, <laughs> and then he puts it in his pocket. <laughs> see me Boomba go, one more thousand! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> easy for you to go. And Isabella, what do I see of her? Uh, Mr. Peppers, if you're thinking about abandoning your bodyguard, I, I can see the upsides and the downsides, but I am sworn to protect you. Your father told me that uh, I would give my life for you as my, my father did for his. You, your highness, prince, you will not allow my bodyguard to follow. Of course not. Well, be seeing you, Isabella. <laughs> Good luck, guys. I will, I will, as he says that, I will take a knee to uh, JJ Peppers and, and bow as I knee so that my head actually gets lower than his real body. Can I, I subtly cast suggestion, subtle spell at the prince? Oh, shit! Ooh. Spending a sorcery point. Uh, simultaneously, I did have something that I wouldn't mind if it took precedent right now. Just <laughs> actually, yeah, that's an ask. Go ahead, teach. Uh, it is a, is a wisdom saving. A wisdom saving throw? Right that is a plus zero. Oh, you got a good chance, buddy. Do it. He failed. Oh. Yes. What did I, you suggest? I oh, suggest wait. He's, a, he's an elf. Don't think it. It's not a charm effect, charm. is it? It's just uh, a good it That's charm. Uh, All right. So, charm. so let's go charm. ahead and do it with yeah, advantage. Is, you can look it up. Right. I can get well, it. he failed both. Oh, oh shit. Uh, as I'm sitting there, I look at him, and in his mind, I say, You should take the bodyguard with you. Suggestion's one word, right? No, no it's a force of activity. It's a full sentence. You should take the bodyguard with you and her alone with the headlight. Subtle spell? Yeah. You know what? You're strong, Amorim Tiefling. You might find this interesting. Come on. <laughs> and I, I message to JJ Peppers, you're welcome. <laughs> and I'll just touch uh, Isabella's shoulder and say out loud, all for one and one for all, and give bodic inspiration to Isabella, Joel Crean, and um, uh, Arthur Craigwell. And right. I spend three of my four. And then I look at a boom button and go, how about $1,000, eh? Or 2000 for us? Oh, I love the sound of a thousand. I love subtle spell, man. Yes. That's so I, insane. I, I put a thousand down. Gold, gold. damn it. <laughs> <That's> a thousand <laughs> gold. Boom, it's days of gold. All right. Uh. So, JJ and Isabella are currently walking down into what is, and you can see as you go down these stairs, there is a sign that says the ochre room, like the color ochre and you walk down to see the most extravagant room you've ever seen in your life. The floor is plated with gold leaf. There are 
lamps and fancy genie things and more velvet than you've ever seen in your fucking life all circled around this and you can see as the prince comes down a halfling in a bow tie just spins around and starts playing elder songs on the piano <laughs> and then one pops up and starts making getting pouring wine glasses getting one ready for the prince who goes and wordlessly picks it up by the stem we have five minutes till the time. Perhaps you can enjoy my company here for a second. I'll try to enjoy yours. That sounds very particular and lovely. And his body, he has one bodyguard with him as well. Do you mind if I ask an intimate question of you? Well, as long as you don't mind me not answering it. Of course not. <laughs> what, if any, is your allegiance to this island, to this gnomish m monarchy, what it appears to be? I pay them good money to keep something safe. So, you are telling me the vault we stand before is yours? It's not mine, but out of the four most secure rooms, I am in possession of one of them. I misunderstood your place, and I am humbled before you. If your wealth is this great, I only wish to acquire that in due time. Well, I'm sure you might be able to come up to a percentage of it, given your skill and tact, but um, wealth like this isn't made in a single generation. Yes, I'm what you call new money. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my own. I am a prince of the Moonshade Isles. The Moonshade Isles are but a... I have more at my disposal than you could realize. I get mine. I take mine. And I am extremely curious. Once these doors will open, what will happen? You'll meet Aurelian. Aurelian? Mm-hmm. You can tell I'm not schooled, correct? Oh, well, you will meet Aurelian when you meet him. Isabella, you've been around the After block. that, we can discuss some business. I like business. Would you guys like to do a history check? Well, no, you're, you would have no idea. Never mind. You are not from this plane. No. Doesn't sound good. Where's the other bodyguard standing? Um, there is one that is pro... I would imagine that if... JJ and the prince are seated next to each other. You are seated next to JJ, and he is seated next to the prince. Okay. So if he was standing, I was going to stand next to him. No, I said only you and JJ. Um, we must wait for the key holders before we go in anyway. We have a few minutes to burn. I'm sure that drunken samurai will show up a bit late, as he usually does. As for the father, he is fairly reliable. And as some kind of time passes and ticks around, we will cut to Sal Salman real quick. Great. Great. Um, I, before, again, I get too far away from that uh, blood under that door there, the door I could not open, um, I'd like to try and just check kind of along the floor, along the wall, see if like any of this, you know, there's footprints, maybe subtle footprints from the door, anything. I just, just want investigation? Yeah, I just want to check if- um, Give me an investigation. Sure. You've been around the block. <laughs> Uh, not, not great, but I am proficient. Uh, that's a uh, 13 total. Um, you can tell that this isn't gnome blood. Hmm. It's not human blood. 
it's got a strange tinge to it as you look and you remember maybe you're so old you have such a wealth of adventures that there's a certain like ironness to it this is kobold blood interesting all right. Um, so I continue my way uh, towards the vault. Mm-hmm. You're and heading along. Right, okay. So as you kind of come down mm-hmm. the one passage, you do see there is an open barracks door, and things are moving quick. Like it's shift change essentially. Mm-hmm. People are kind of grabbing stuff and moving around. So people are in there, shift changing, yeah. and so you you have like if you want to just walk by like you belong, or if you want to sneak by, you there's many different moves. Tell me how you want to. I'm do going it. to lean in the door and say. What the fuck kind of guards are you? There's cobalt blood dripping from the door over there. How blind do you have to be? It's right down the hall. It's 10 feet from, how many feet from here? Um, it's up this, <laughs> you're, it, uh, this is on the, se- the cobalt bull was on the second floor. Okay, so I've yeah. gone down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of yell towards them, hopefully kind of stir some of them up that there's like, obviously some shit going down. Like, you should go check that shit out. Intimidation, or deception, I, whichever I, one you want to sure, do. Even both, persuasion. Cool, they're both the same. Oh, still, still not great. Thirteen only total. And you see a couple of them kind of like, yeah. ah, those clerics are always fucking making a mess. <sighs> it's not on the main floor, right? And a couple of them go up and be like, "Who cares? It's kobold oh. blood. Fuck kobolds. Fuck kobolds. I don't give a fuck." And they start laughing. Cool. I'm just gonna before I leave, I say, Is, "Do kobolds routinely break in here? You're taking this rather lightly—a break in on one of your floors." They don't break in. We got the kobolds under control, man. Don't worry about it. You're not a gnome. You wouldn't get it. Okay. Uh, uh, can I insight to see if I can tell if, if he's like literally being like, yeah, yeah. that, that, that kind of happens. Man, poor again. There's only 10. <laughs> you, All you're able to say is that you think he knows something you don't. Groovy, groovy. Okay. Well, I'm going to head uh, towards the towards the vault door. Cool. And As you kind of, do you want to like just walk up to her? Did you want to peer around that corner? Cause you, yeah, up here. Yeah. Essentially, you would be, if you want to look on the map right here, at that corner right there, you would be able to see. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And... Uh, are you peering around? Yeah, or absolutely. Walking? Okay, sure. as I'll you kind around. of peer around, you know that there are four guards there right now okay. that appear to be kind of talking and saying, and then you just see two of them kind of trail away. The two you had saw earlier, they appear to be walking towards you, towards the barracks, but there is a barracks door in front of you that you would remember, so they wouldn't reach you if they kept going. Okay. They're more likely getting off shift, going back to their... Beautiful. Cool. Yeah. And so you see these two new guys that are sitting there, and they're just kind of like, man, why don't you just do that? No, just don't tell me. You stand over there, I stand here. That's how it works, all right? Shit. Beautiful. So uh, I'm just going to walk on up to them, present them the same scroll, and say, uh, I was here a few hours ago. I just uh, received some late-night supplies. You're going to have to let me at that outer door, perhaps the inner door if you have the key. I imagine that is not in your hands, but uh, please move out of my way. Show them the stuff. And they will go, listen, bud, nothing gets done until until we get Ozzy here, we get Proud Harris here, and they are going to... And th- we got a whole thing going, so you need to actually get out of here. Come back at like in like fifteen minutes, okay? 
Yeah. Uh, I, I, if you want to go to the barracks, chill out, whatever you do, I don't give a fuck, all right? Yeah, I, I will poke out around. All right, just right now, fuck off for 15 minutes, because Ozzy's coming, and if he sees you, he doesn't know who you are, he's going to roast your ass. Oh, no way, no. Oh, I, I kind of think to myself, like, that was actually pretty good that I learned that information. So it's around 9.55 yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Boomba, uh, Arthur, um, you guys are still up there. It's been a couple minutes since they went down. And uh, uh, Joel Crean, you were there as well. You three, it's been a couple minutes since it went down. One thing you guys do notice is that a new bartender has shown up. Belinda has kind of gone, okay, well, I'm going home for the night, so I will hope everything's in order. If you guys need another floor manager, another one will help you. But I've been here for 10 hours, and I want to go home. Oh, so, oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Take of off. It's no problem. All right. So you're not there. And she heads out the door. When she heads out the door... I want to look at Boomba and give a nod. And then I'm going to nod towards my coin, uh, my coin pouch, like my, my pocket. And then I'm going to look at Arthur, and I'm just going to nod at him as well and wink. And then I'll look back at Boomba after she's good and gone and give him another nod. Oh, what's that over there, Elf? And I'll reach into his pocket very obviously and rip his money out of his pocket. Out of my pocket. Yeah. Okay. Joker in his okay. pocket. What the fuck? And I'm going to try to grab him um, with a sword and start throwing him around the room. Help! Help! Watch Watch yourself there. And you see, like, kind of two glitter knights. I'm focusing on Boomba, and I'm trying to toss him around the room like a little fucking rat. I'm assuming you're not resisting much? Oh, yeah, just because if you can't throw me around like this. You shouldn't treat tiny people like that. (laughs) When you're kind of tossing him around the room, and the the, the bartenders are like, help! Help! And you see two glitter knights in plate armor just like walking up, like kind of running up. They throw the door open, and they start kind of running towards you. Cool. Towards me? Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess uh, this uh, they're they're going they're essentially going to grapple you at this point unless you do something different. Um, I will. I guess I'll say this isn't this doesn't involve you. He tried to steal from me. I didn't try to steal nothing. It was my money that he stole from me first. And and they are essentially going to just grapple both of you. Then and I will cast gust at them. Cool to All push right. them back. Oh shit. All right, roll it. Or do I roll it? Dex saving throw? It's a strength saving throw. Oh, okay. Plus two. 16 <coughs> on the first passes. one. On the second one, crit fail. Okay, that one fails. So one goes f- how far back? 10 feet. Yep. So he goes flying into the bar and just like knocks over and a bunch of things. It takes trouble getting up because he's in full plate armor. But the other one is going to attempt to grapple you. So give me an athletics or an acrobatics check, Locrian. Let's go, baby. Let's oh. do this. You have to beat a 12. Joel Crean. Crit one. Oh, okay. no. Not only has he, he, you really underestimated the strength of these guys as he kind of grabbed, he's so short, he grabs you by almost the stomach, but he sweeps your leg and he just throws you on the ground. You were grappled and prone. That's fine. All right, Boomba. Oh, Jesus, thank God you took care of that guy for me. See, see, he attacked you. Isn't that fucking ridiculous? And the other one's kind of laying up like... Put the manacles on him. Take him to the brig. Hey, this is a high roller right here. He is one of the... This was just some guard. This is one of the highest rollers in this entire casino. That's this right. Night. That's right. I'm betting thousands at a time. And and they're going to put... The, the one that has grappled is going to attempt to put manacles on you. Do you resist I'm, or... I'm, oh, I can't do anything. Uh, okay. 
Yep. I mean, you could try to resist. No, that's fine. All right, he puts manacles on you. Oh! I send a message to Locrian, or Joel Crean. Do you want me to finish him? Yes. Uh, as he puts the manacles on him, uh, I look at the two guards, and I will twin a witch bolt at the two of them using a sorcery point. All right. Oh, so it's a uh, attack roll. Their attack AC roll. is 15. All right. It's oh. popping off. Here's what we're going to do. 20, <laughs> 20, 23 at both do. of them. Nice. All right. Roll damage. Crackwell, Boomba, Locria. Just fucking hold off as many guards GTA style. What's the damage? Terrible. Terrible, terrible. One. Which bolt's one of the worst spells in the game? To each one of them. Yes. One damage. One damage. I literally think which, which bolt is the worst spell. And then I bonus I bonus action a bunch of wind spins around me and I God. I fly up in the room and go, oh, cool. Yes, it's God. happening. <laughs> Wait, did you do did you do one damage to both of them? Yes. <laughs> you rolled separately and got one on both? Yes. Okay. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> Yes. Two ones in a row. Uh, but oh, as a bonus action, great. I lift up in the air and I go, I've got you where I want you now. Well, you stopped him from putting the manacles on, so uh, nice. those three roll initiative. Nice. <laughs> oh, God. Worthless. Oh, man. You all, or two of you have Barking Inspiration, don't forget. I have 18. 17. All right. Did anybody beat a 19? No, I got an 11. All right. I got a 19 and a 1, so the 19 guy is the guy that has currently been prone. He is going to use his move to get up, and he is going to attack Arthur Crackwell, who is the closest oh. to him. <laughs> I, I, did, so I did fly. And that is a 19. That hits Arthur. Right. The long sword one-handed. You are going to take nine da- slashing damage, right, and he is going to attack you again. 14. And he misses on the second attack. All right. I got. I passed my con save for concentration. Alright, so who's up next? I have 11. Anybody beat 11? I have 18. Go for it. Uh, the so the one who is uh, currently uh, near uh, Jolkrin, I'll run up to and uh, use my uh, thunder gauntlets on him. Just punch him. All right, do my thunder uh, gauntlets. Roll it. AC fifteen. <laughs> Thirteen. All right, misses. Uh, then yeah, that's it. No. <laughs> All right, Arthur. Uh, which Wait, Arthur, the, what'd you get on your ship? 17. Oh, okay, sorry. I'll witch bolt the two of them again. Alright, twins again? It hits again though, right? Doesn't yeah, it do does more it damage? Stay on them? Yeah, if you've maintained concentration, it yeah. stays on them for so less 10 damage. to one of them. Oh, okay, cool. And two to another one. Damage? Yeah. Okay, cool. So 10 to... Yeah, he's basically force lightning them. I'm just sitting there. Ultimate power! As I am. Alright, they is still standing up. However, the one you just hit with 10 is looking a little worse for wear, has been bloodied. Um, let's go to Joel Crean. Okay, uh, the one who's looking worse for wear, uh, Tuvia is going to fly out of my. Um my suit and he's going to go by and he's going to do the shred attack which as a bat means he just puts his uh his claws and his wings in his face and just goes <laughs> all right all right roll it 15 ac Ooh, 15 all right it hits. <laughs> it and are you attacking the one that got bloodied or the one that's closest to you uh bloodied okay cool uh that's the one that flies over so he's gonna do 1d4 plus three come on baby five damage five damage he is still standing but okay that's fine uh, then I'm going to take out my famous two short swords and spin them around. And with the cat, uh, with the Tuvia attack, is that a bonus action? Bonus action. action. Okay, so yeah. this is your action. Yes, this okay. is my action. So then I'm going to take out one 
One short sword looks a little bit shinier. It's more of a scimitar and has jewels on it. Sounds good. It's the one from the pirate quest. Mm. And right, uh, I'm going that. to attack once with it. Uh, the one furthest from you? No, sorry, the one close to me now. Okay, that one has not been hurt very much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is a 26. All right, that hits. And that is going to be 10 damage. Oh, not bad at all. Yeah, they're both looking pretty shitty now. Okay, uh, and that is the end of my turn. All right, so then there is the one doofus left that he is going to use um, his movement. Or Actually, he's right on you, so he's just going to attack you twice, Joel Crean. Bring it on, bitch. Crit one. Oh. Fuck you. Crit one, so he try he, he he reaches his sword back and cuts off one of his pauldrons that was strapped on there, <laughs> and just whiffs against the wall. And then he's going to attack again. His AC is now thirteen, and he whiffs again on the second one and Fuck just you. throws that it, like his sword just chunks into the wall behind you. Uh, top of the order then is going to be um, the, the, bl- bloody the most man, bloodied right? one, and he is going to attack Arthur Crackwell twice because he is already on him. Does a twelve hit you? Yep, that's my AC. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you take four slashing damage, and he's going to attack again, and a 22 hit, and he rolls seven damage. Okay, I'm almost knocked out. All right, perfect. Uh, next up is going to be, um, who got highest? Boomba? Boomba got an 18, Boomba. right? Yeah. yeah, Boomba, then Crackwell, yeah. then. Uh, Boomba, your move. Okay, uh, the one who's still on uh, Jolkrin that I've been standing next to, I will uh, cast Booming Blade on him. That one is uh, 13 AC because he cut off his own armor. All right. That is a uh, 26. All right. Sick. Roll damage. All right, roll weapon damage. And I believe that... Actually, you know what? With that, you have, a, you have advantage on people wearing metal armor, I believe, with that, don't you? Booming Blade? Oh, not Booming Blade. No, I'm thinking of the Electric blade. Grasp thing. So that's uh, eight damage. Though. All right. Describe your kill. Um, as the uh, as Joel Crane is trying to slash at the other one, I run up behind the... I'm kind of like smaller than everyone. I'll just punch him like right in the gut upwards, pushing out his intestines or cool. whatever nice. kind of thing. Punch him in the that. dick. Turn into- hey, it's your choice. You <laughs> killed him. All right. Uh, in turn. Yeah. That's All right. It. Arthur, you're up. This guy is on your ass. Uh, we witch bolt him, and is the other guy dead, so I can't witch He's bolt dead. him anymore. 11 damage to this one. Describe your kill. Uh, as he stabs into me, I go, ah, I see. I've got a formidable appointment. Or opponent. <laughs> an appointment to die in the Nexus again. But here I go. Unlimited power. As I hold my hand out, his face is just electrocuted. And I imagine he just sizzles as I... At this point, you're also the one that is closest to the door. And you notice that there are about four to six armed guards rushing towards the high roller room right now. They are about... 12 seconds away, so about two turns. Okay. Incoming guys. More guards here. Everything against the doors. Lock the fucking doors! <laughs> We're still going to do turn order because this is still dangerous and they're just closing in. Joel Crean, you're up. I'm going to uh, move, though. I'm going to move away from that door cool. right, to the other side of the room. While they're barring up the doors, I'm going to step outside of the door and just get to spin my daggers and uh, time them coming up. And how far away are they? <laughs> I would say they are about 90 feet. 90 feet? Yeah, they're rushing in from the bar area, running down the gold carpet. All right, I think I can... uh, Does that give me time to pull out my bow? Yes. Okay, I'm going to pull out my bow. That'll just be your weapon action. Okay, and then I'm going to shoot one of them. I'm going to cast Hail of Thorns. 
Okay. So I'm going to shoot uh, one of them, and if it hits them, it's going to explode into a bunch of fork. All right. AC uh, 15. Um, I'm also going to say before this happens, I've always wanted to do this. Uh, it's oh, a 21. It. Yeah. yeah. So they have to make a dexterity saving throw of beat 13. All four of them do? Yeah. All right. First one fails. Second one, uh, 13. Did you, what did you say passes? 13. Okay, 13, so he passes. 19 passes. 17 passes. Damn. Okay, so that one guy's going to take 1d6 extra damage. Oh, okay. Oh, six. Nice. nice. All right. Uh, and then the original attack on that guy, or whoever failed. Oh, the original, I didn't even do the original attack on the guy, which uh, the guy I hit was, um, that's going to be nine damage to him. All right. Well, the one that you hit was the one that failed, so 15. Yeah. All right. That there, he looks pretty bloodied, and he just kind of goes down on one knee and slows down. Okay. Uh, and then um, I believe that Hail of Thorns was a bonus action, right? Um, Hail of Thorns, can you read that to me real quick? Concentration. Let me pull it up. I'm sorry, Branson. I would like to know the area of effect specifically. Because <laughs> if it is 15 or 10 even, you're going to hit some patrons. That's fine. I have a nice time to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's tinier than that. Uh, the range is uh, within five feet. Cool. All right. No patrons harmed. Uh, but it is one bonus action, so that's my turn. But I will stand my ground, and Tuvia is on my shoulder. Cool. All right. And you have your bow out. Yep. And I am uh, outside of where they're barricading the door. Understood. All right. And then we will continue. Um, are you guys barricading? I'm running to the other side. I'm going, boom, I've been hit very hard. I'm going to hide in the back. <laughs> I will cast spells from there. You better do something better. I'm going to go out with uh, Joel Korean. Oh. All right. <laughs> and I right. kick open the door and I'll you cast. You see three of them rushing, four rushing at you, one that is pretty bloody. I open up my, pull out my arm, and my little barrel Mega Man arm pops open, and I cast uh, Tasha's Caustic Brew in a straight line at all of them. All right. This is what you've been waiting for. It's a dex uh, 14 save. 14, okay, they have plus one. All right, so six fails on the first guy. That's the one that's already bloody, so he's probably gone. Three fails. Three. Same. Are they all fail? Let's go! I didn't roll higher than a five on four rolls. So now they're uh, all covered in acid, and at the beginning of each of their turns, it'll take uh, six damage. All right, six damage every turn. Yes. For how long? Uh, until they spend action wiping it Do off. Do they take damage now? Or up to a minute. Or it's just at the beginning of their turns? Uh, at the start of each of its turns. Okay, so they don't take any damage right now. Right. Perfect. Cool, cool, cool. Can I say something cool when he steps out and does that? Yeah. Uh, since me and uh, Boomba always play cards, I'm going to say, huh, let's show these knaves who the real kings are. <laughs> All right. They are dashing. They are not within range yet. So they are still running towards the I, first one that was the most bloodied melts from the acid. He is dead. Yes. So now there's only three. I push my glasses up my forehead, my goggles up my forehead. <laughs> as one, as one. Oh, we're going to go down shooting this one, aren't we? Uh, there's I'll, only one entrance, but there's stairs going down. Yeah. I'll position myself in the room. I'm looking out the door that has been kicked open. If I can see down the hall at the people coming. Yeah, and you see Joel Crean and uh, Boomba standing in front of it. Yeah, uh, I'll look down the uh, 
down the way, and I will just cast an Eldritch Blast with the first one that's coming, and I'll twin it at one behind him. All right, roll it twice. Yeah. Blast. They've all taken 16. 16. 16 hits. And a 25. Both hit. Five. And four. Damn. All right, yeah, you ding them pretty good. They look pretty shitty. And that is it for my... Oh, and that's, uh, that's it for my turn. All right, Joel Crean, you get one more turn before they engage you. All right, then I'm going to shoot uh, the one on the right with my bow, and the other one on the left, uh, 2V is going to fly up and do a, a, a shred attack Roll on. It. Okay, first one's the bow. Uh, that is a crit 20. Oh, yes. All right, roll damage. Oh, my God. Hot damage, too. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, do you still have the bardic? Joel, bardic? Oh. <laughs> 11 damage. Describe your kill. All right, um, I just shoot it uh, through his eye, and it, it punctures straight through, and an arrow goes into the wall. Cool. Tuvia is going to attack the one on the left. Okay. Come on, Tuvia, you can do this, bad boy. 15 AC. 16. All right, uh, roll damage. Uh, so 1d4 plus 3. Fuck yeah, seven damage. All right. Not down yet. Not cool. Looking... That's fine. So Tuvia's right up on him. Cool. So there's now two still alive, but one of um, they're both affected by the caustic brew. Badass. All right. It's a free action. Kind of look at the bartender. Like, tea, tea. I need tea. <laughs> they have ducked underneath the bar. You cannot see them anymore. <laughs> they're going to come out with a shotgun, though, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, so then that was Joel Cream went last. It will be their turn. They are going to run up. One is going to die from the caustic brew. So if you want to describe that, Boomba. Uh, he just, as he's running, the armor melts off him first, then the skin, muscle, and everything. Then the skeleton just rolls. Can I take, that, can I take that one from you? Yeah, there you go. He, uh, he as every step he takes, his his legs, yeah, like, just become more and more Play-Doh, where he's just stepping into his own muck. And he gets to get oh, like the, the, the volcano movie, that, like, where he's <laughs> yeah. melting the, yep, the fire. he's just yeah. melting into volcano. himself, and then he's gradually pulling himself forward, but just melting from the bottom up as he just gradually becomes, uh... Muck. All right. One has reached you, uh, Joel Crean. That's fine. He is going to take two swings at you. Okay. A 11. That misses. 23. That hits. All right. You are going to take seven slashing damage. I will take that seven slashing damage on the chin. All right. And you are able to notice now it appears that the remaining four guards that have been stationed are now running in a line behind them, and they will reach you in two turns. No problem. All right. So then we go to the top of the order, which will be Boomba. Look at him lining up again, and I'll caustic brew the line once again. <laughs> All right. Roll it. Or I roll it, right? Deck yeah, saving yeah. throw? Deck saving All right, throw. Plus two. 13. Fails. 10 fails. Crit one. 14. 14 is the save. All right, we got one lone save. That's five damage this time. All right, and they take that at the beginning of their turn? Mm-hmm. All right, so then it'll be Arthur. After this round of combat, by the way, I'm going to go ahead and check. And I will say, J.J. Peppers, this is soundproof. You don't hear any of this. Salmon, you don't hear any of this. Isabella, you don't hear any of this. Yes. As a free action, kind of like, get to the sides, you two. As I'm pulling a chair into the, the hallway, I say it to Joel Green and uh, to Boomba. Oh, okay. 
Get to the sides. Just like, get to the side, get to the side. Okay. As I grab the chair and I cast catapult on it, just going down the row. Like Perfect. A bowling, bowling ball. ball. Yeah. All right. Roll it. Uh, I think it's only a single uh, attack. It's a single attack. Yeah. I will. Um, do they all. Just, just one. It, it hits. And well, then it'll, stop. it'll. If it, it keeps, go, there is a possibility going, yeah. of this being a bowling ball effect. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do I roll? Uh, a dexterity save. All right. So the first one up isn't doing too. Well, actually, it's doing fine. You're okay. There's currently one engaged with Joel Crean. I thought you died. No, there was four. You guys killed three. Okay. The one just okay. took two swings at you, and gotcha. nobody sorry. heard him. Yep. He got affected by the caustic brew, but nothing else. If it hits him first, it'll hit him. Well, do you want to aim at him, or do you want to aim at the group of four? I'll go with the group of four. Okay, yeah. cool. Joel Green's got All right, that. so I'll do the lead man. They are arranged in a diamond formation. He rolls a four. So that hits him. He takes th- uh, 20 damage. Describe your kill. Damn. The chair just goes right through and knocks his little gnome head How off. fast does it go? It goes so fast. It goes... <laughs> I will do it. I won't die. As I launch the chair down. And the it hallway. ricochets into another one and knocks him prone. So do you call it a spare. <laughs> bowling yeah. ball strike. And noise. real quick. Seven, ten split. As um, you are downstairs, Prince Corellin finishes wines. He goes, come with me. They should be ready now. You're telling me that this vault door is time locked as well as its arcane locks? Well, it's not time locked. It's just that they have two keys and we only they only open it three times a day. The cashiers bring down the gold and they move it in at 2 p.m., 10 p.m., and 8 a.m. Of course, I will follow you very well. And he walks through, and the golden carpet, there's another double doors, and this golden carpet kind of keeps going. And if you look on the map there, you can see it a little bit. There is a hallway that stretches right there. So you can see this golden carpet leading to one exit that goes through a hallway. There's just stone walls on each side, but no doors. While you were in this, you did notice that there is one door there that is kind of behind a barricade. And a golden hallway that Corellin starts leading you down. He throws open these double doors and you see an immense church hall. A just that is filled with those sapphires that you had seen earlier especially like compared to the six foot tall sapphire that you saw the glitter stone there's much smaller sapphire and gold that is put in front of this altar and the room is filled with soft light emanating from these it's currently being filled with worker type gnomes who are setting up for a beautiful wedding putting streamers on the on the ceiling and whatnot working like that he walks even behind the altar seemingly disrespectful of Garl glitter gold and how this is going on but he gets the that and he pushes open these golden nugget double doors and you would be able to see just from you when you moved away yeah, I was a little bit towards the guard quarters but I, I was trying to keep the vault in sight basically within earshot at least maybe within sight occasionally checking it but I was basically I had 10 15 minutes to wait and so I was kind of patrolling and you see just from the corner Salmon you see JJ Peppers Isabella and another elf and Prince Corellin emerge from those church doors and stand in front of the vault in these two gnomish guards. And other than that, he's uh, like they're looking kind of at the time pieces they have, and they're like, 10 o'clock. Um, 
Father Ozzy's just in his room there in the in, it, it's, it's right off the church. He'll be here in a second. We're going to have to wait for Proud Harris. Do we see what room he motions that Ozzy is in? Um, he just mentioned he motions behind him. Okay, so it's not a specific. Yeah. Okay. And after about thirty seconds of waiting, and the gnomes are super intimidated, just kind of looking at the floor as the prince seems upset. The man you had seen earlier, JJ Peppers, Isabella, and Salman from the corner. I don't think you guys even realize Salman's probably watching on you guys. Mm-hmm. You see coming from the door that you guys just emerged from behind you a three foot tall gnome with a pope uh, gold and blue pope hat uh hand like just like ground meat style chest hair in like a uh, like a barely buttoned up white kind of button up and he appears very annoyed as he kind of approaches where the fuck is Harris, man? He's this fucking guy. I pay him so much fucking money. He's never fucking here. <sighs> you. And he points to one of the uh, gnomes. Go check the barracks. Prince Corallin, who, who the fuck are these guys? And the prince. Some business partners. I pay good money. Don't worry about it. And the gnome kind of starts heading off towards you to the barracks that you saw. Mm-hmm. Trying to look. Um, JJ, Isabella, anything? Or are you guys just waiting for this to play out? I would just like to whisper to JJ Peppers. Whichever debutante is getting married here is quite a lucky lady. (laughs) 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 Sorry for speaking out of turn, Mr. Peppers. Uh, Salmon, are you doing anything? You watch around uh, the corner. Can I uh, <laughs> pop into the barracks? Yes, you can, kind of after it. Uh-huh. You want to give me a, uh, are you doing it like you belong, or are you doing it sneakily? Uh, I wanted to come in there with a mode of authority and say, what was his name, Harris? Um, that, that, that Oz was mentioning? He said he's, he's, looking, never, for, he's, uh, he said he's looking for a man named Proud Harris. Harris, yeah. And I'll look at going and say, Harris! Harris, you in here? But again, not like yelling loud enough to aware the king, but just like a a little bit of a pickup of the voice, uh, just to see if Harris is in here, literally in the in the barracks. And give me an insight check or a perception check as you do that. Crit miss. Oh, <laughs> you're doing great. I've hit the bottom. I can only go up from here. <laughs> He's done this a lot of times, guys. He's got this. He's got this. All right, so you're barking all these orders, (laughs) and 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 the gnomes are like, "What is this? I just work here," kind of thing. They're just almost like confused about what's all that happening. And one of them just goes, "What the fuck are you looking for Harris for? Are you suicidal?" No, uh, right down the way here. um, He needed him. I heard that he needed him. All right. Going to see just how late Harris is going to be here. (laughs) And um, after you kind of go through and you start looking, and you can see that the barracks is kind of that area right there. It is nothing but Spartan rooms. Despite, like, all of the elegance of above, these are dressers, a chair, and a bed, and that's all you get kind of thing. And you kind of go through and you look, and you can see gnomes of various, or, like, kind of you know, sitting down there and whatnot. And um, it appears no one has kind of come down here worried about the shit that is going on upstairs yet. Because the fight upstairs has only been going on for chronologically 
40 seconds about that yeah i was gonna say a couple minutes tops mm-hmm. about a minute maybe it's yeah. been going on and uh you're not able to see and people are like they at one you see one gnome laughing at this goes listen i don't know who you are or what you're doing down here but harris uh just kind of comes and goes as he pleases it, just look for the drunkest gnome you've ever seen in your life wearing a samurai style hat oh, thank you my friend and um so as um isabella and jj are kind of waiting around ozzy goes listen about five minutes passes and harris isn't there you see father ozzy pull out a golden key and he puts it in the slot and he goes tell harris when he gets here we need to talk and he walks back into the church Oh, my God. And he goes, Corellin, just bring it back to me, all right? You know how to get to my room. Wait patiently until that noble leaves the chambers. <laughs> all right. And upstairs. Ah! All right. You just hit the catapult. They're not doing well. Um <coughs> Let's get right back into it. Top of the order, I think, was Boomba. Currently, there is one that is attacking Jolkrian. There is three that are rushing to, towards you, but one of those is prone. So there's currently two running towards you, one on the ground, one on Jolkrian. You got that one, Jolkrian? Yeah, I got him. I dash out ahead of Jolkrian then into the group of the other three dwarves and I'll cast Thunder Wave in the middle. I'll pull out this giant speaker and just smash it together and it makes this loud ringing noise. All right. And that is a uh, con, con save. save. Yes. Con save. All right. They got plus two. Puck, 17. How many do you hit? 17 passes. Anyone who's within 10 feet of me. Oh, cool. 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 All right. So 17 is the first. 12. 12, that- 12 fails. All right. And then 14. 14 is the save. So two pass, one fails. They take half damage. All right. Well, actually, hold on. I got to roll the last one again because I forgot he was prone. You have disadvantage on dex throws, and he still passed. Was con throw, I think. Oh, okay. Never mind. So he's still okay. So it is uh, 15 is the total damage, or was that a uh, seven? Seven for uh, saves. Uh, fifth, it's basically describe your kill because the second it's his turn, he's going to take the five damage from Caustic Bruin. It's going to take and kill him anyway. So if you want to just describe your kill now, just do it. Okay. Like uh, the acid's starting to melt him, and as I clap, as I hit the the speakers together it blows him to like basically just blood splatters everywhere and all the i'm sure patrons that may or may not still be here <laughs> they are freaking out and running and screaming excellent <laughs> all right also anything within that 10 feet also gets blasted 10 feet away and up to 300 feet can hear the explosion on my all this thing god arthur crackwell <laughs> uh-huh. and at this moment <laughs> <laughs> yes. How how many feet away? Three hundred. Three hundred feet. You can hear this. The I know blast. it gets mitigated through stone. Um, <laughs> where there is about ten feet of stone. Everyone in this building. <laughs> I think there might be a dung still being heard, but maybe not noticeable exactly. Everyone downstairs, roll a perception check, including the big guys. The DC is a fourteen. Nice. Sixteen. Yes. Sixteen as well. All right. We'll cut to you guys, and we'll jump in on that. Just remember what you rolled. All right. And um, who, Arthur? Arthur, as you kind of launch that chair and whatnot, you notice that one of the bartenders behind you has jumped the bar and is making a run towards the downstairs. 
I don't <laughs> think so. Yes. Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> you had to kill him. I, I look at him running, and as he's running, I will catapult another chair towards him. <laughs> All right, roll. And uh, uh wait, twenty damage. He has an AC catapult? of ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it's a Dex save. Oh, okay. Let's do a plus zero. Fails. Stronger no, kill. God. Okay. Yeah, because he. Oh man. 19 damage as a chair just knocks him in the back of the head. It, yeah. it just gives a big old dent in his brain, gets uh, sort of corrupted, bleeds from the ear, and just falls down the stairs. Sort yeah. Of. The other bartender <laughs> is staying put. Uh, I look around and I go, Boom, uh, that's too many of them. Uh, what do we do? I'm all the way out in the lobby oh. at this point oh. killing oh. people. Never mind. I'm just pulling another chair into the hallway. <laughs> Joel, all right. Or is that uh, your turn? Uh, as a bonus action, I will fly up in the air, <laughs> and then I will fly back into the hallway. Ten, I'll grab a chair and fly up ten feet back into the hallway and go, I'm here. <laughs> oh, oh my god. The hallway heading downstairs, TJ? No, I was going to still stay to help you guys. Okay, okay. Um, then um, I have one guy on me, correct? Mm-hmm. I'll call Tuvia over, and Tuvia's going to attack him from behind. Okay. Uh, to try to, like, basically claw his brains out. All right. From behind, give advantage. Oh, thank God. AC 15. 15. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Roll damage. Uh, that's four damage. All right. Backing up pretty good. Uh, seeing two of you doesn't kill him, I have my bow out. Um, disadvantage from that range? Last yeah. Time. I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll just shoot with disadvantage. That's fine. Cool. 15. Oh, I got a crit one. Ah, okay. Oh, Oops. You, oh, shit. you draw back, kind of get, try to get it at angle. You let go. Just some random gnome on the slot machine gets domed and falls over. Oh, yeah, no. fuck those gnomes. Kill them all. And a bunch of coins. Yeah, the coins start spraying out. It's a jackpot. Yeah, all right. So. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, pass turn. All right. So the last one from the first group is going to attack you cri- twice. Joel Crean, does a 14 hit you? Uh, no. All right. Second one is a nine. That misses as well. Yeah, I have 16 AC. All right. There are... Wait, how much did he take? He died for sure. Oh, the Caustic Brew actually ticks. That's what I'm thinking of. And they are going to dash, and they are now... One is in range of Boomba. One is in range of Arthur. And you oh, notice... Well, Arthur went back into the hall... The, into the, I thought he said he came out. I thought I, you... I came out into where, like, Joel Crean was. Oh, okay. Right My bad. He flew yeah. out with a chair in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> and you notice way back by the Garl Glitter Gold statue, and you guys noticed this earlier, there is a gnome with wide eyes who is setting up a very large crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> and that's going to be his term is just <laughs> like a two-handed ballista-style yeah, crossbow, yeah, yeah. and he is currently 100 feet away. And this crossbow is, like, way too big for this gnome. Oh, he's got to shoot it with his feet. Okay. I enjoyed that detail. All right. Downstairs real quick. You guys, if you rolled more than a 14 on the perception, you heard a loud thud above. And Prince Corellin starts looking up at the ceiling. Uh Uh-oh, something interesting going up upstairs. Wait a second, he's going to do an insight check. Wait a second. I'm hungry. 
<laughs> and then just goes, this proud Harris is taking too long. And just around the corner, you see an incredibly drunk samurai coming from the opposite direction of you down the opposite hallway. And you see him rumbling around in his pockets and he pulls out a teal key. While he, wa- while he's, he's running up, while he's walking up, JJ Pebbles will rip on uh, Prince Krellin's uh, robes and and very pointedly say, um, as he pulls out something from his component component pouch, which is you know a little snake's tongue. They always get the uh, the phrasing of, of of it wrong, you know. The devil you don't know is way better than the devil you know, and he will cast suggestion at second level, simultaneously cutting words. Uh, his wisdom saving throw. Okay, uh, you're suggesting you're casting suggestion, and the suggestion will be, you better go upstairs and check on what's going on with uh, that noise. To Proud Harris, the Prince samurai guy. Carillion. Oh, you tell him to go upstairs. Yes. Okay, so he. Does a wisdom saving throw. He is advanced. Minus my D6. Minus D6? Minus okay. my D6, and it's a 15. Now you want to do this. You want to roll the D6 first or me to roll the 20s first? It's more dramatic, I think, if I roll the 20s first. Yes, I like All right, that he's got to hit a what saving throw? A 15. All right, he's got flat, but he's got advantage. Cool. All right, so he's got to hit a 15. 18 is the highest. So it's got it. You have to get a four, five, or six. Let's go. It's cocked. Super cocked. Reroll. That's not. That's not. Oh, no! Can he tell when he's been suggested? Uh, it doesn't specifically stay in the spell like John Preston, so I don't. No, you, you don't. You don't notice normally. Okay. Um, unfortunately. You notice if you do get actually hit by the spell, you do kind of like know know that you did something wrong. Like you don't like just amnesia about the okay. thing, but it's like you. I think I'll stay here. Loud noises and seem to worry me. Let's see what's happening in the basement then. Here's your prince. Here's your drunken samurai. And Harris. I'm going to remain in the, uh, the, the barracks, by the way, and, yeah. and not come out, obviously, until the samurai passes. Greetings, prince. See here. Where the fuck's Ozzy? He just left the key here? We're not supposed to do that. So he throws the key in there. Who's the guys? And he turns the key, uh, the golden key and the teal key, and it, the doors open up to another set of doors. And he takes out both keys, puts in the keys, opens it up, another set of doors. Takes it, opens it up, puts in the key, another set of doors. And you all that are there, uh, so Isabella. How, how far is that from me? Where you're I'm about, at? I'd say 20, I bet 30. 30? 30. 30. Cool. 30. Yeah, and you see a golden throne with a just simple loot sitting on it, and you see eight fox heads on the wall and a fox pelt. Prince Corellin starts walking confidently forward. Proud Harris takes both keys, puts them in his pockets, and he goes, close up when you're done. I'm going to fucking go to the poker room. Yeah, he starts walking through the church. You up behind the prince with Isabella trailing behind. There's still two, the two guards. The one guard has returned looking for Prince Harris. We're just walking back. We're walking behind the prince, acting like it's no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arcana or perception check as you walk into the room. At this point, you see them enter. You see Proud Harris go the other way. You don't see anyone in the hallway. Okay. And But there is still guards around them, correct? Uh, the guards have walked with them into the vault. Oh, okay. Arcana or what? Arcana or Perception. Uh, 22. All right. Seven. There's a... 
you can tell immediately because you are a caster that there is some kind of aura spell in this room, but you're not sure how to parse it. Actually, you rolled a 22, right? 21, actually. There's a zone of truth in this room. Uh-oh. And I'll try to say something that will come out as Bella. Be careful. We're in danger. Prince Corellin goes, greetings, gentlemen. And all of the foxes on the wall open their mouth and go, <laughs> greetings, Prince. Who's the losers? 